0: Bible says no weapon formed against me shall prosper. He says even if you drink something deadly, it shall not come over you. You see our problem today is fear, people. Let's say it as it is. Fear comes in many shapes, many sizes and many forms. Maybe you don't fear the same thing as your neighbor, but there's some sort of fear. Come on, let's go deeper. a bit. Some people fear about the future. Some people fear about covid and I think, I think that if this message has been preached here before, it hasn't been preached here enough. Because what the world is doing, the world is trying to bring forth such fear. Because I've seen it that when you can get people to fear, you can get people to do what you say. If you just release fear, people will quickly do what you say. They will quickly, they will believe anything. Because, you know what, you have to understand fear is a liar. Tell your neighbor fear is a liar. Fear is accompanied with another spirit. And by the way, let me just say this. Fear is not a state of mind. Fear is a demonic spirit. That's what the Bible teaches. Come on, help me out. You have not received a spirit of fear. What does he say? You have not received a spirit of fear. In other words, fear is a spirit. And it's not a spirit of God. God's spirit is the spirit of love, joy, peace, power, glory so fear is a different spirit but fear has a twin and his twin is a lying spirit before fear can take hold of your life you have to believe the lie first don't shout me down when I'm preaching good let me try it somewhere in this place if before fear grips you what happens he sends his friend the lying spirit so you believe the lie and then fear grips you because a lie is an open door to fear I'm going to teach and preach this morning. I hope you have something to write on. And I hope you have your safety belts on. Because we're going to go for us. But something is going to happen in this place. Come on, there will be a shift over people's lives. We are taking back territory. Come on, I'm prophesying this to somebody. That God is going to enlarge the place of our tents today. Come on, we're we're going to lift up our stakes and move a little bit left. And move a little bit light. Come on, everywhere that you put your foot on, it's yours. Woo! And you're not going to believe the lie. Whose report will you believe? Come Come on, we believe the report of the Lord. So, so many people struggle with fear. Some people fear sickness. Some people fear money. Some people fear people. Some people fear the opinions of men. So many people fear what the government or the, or let me just rather say this, what the media tells us. So many people fear the devil. People fear of... Of all different kinds of things Let's go in a little bit deeper People fear the COVID People fear of having a, a, a disease and, and dying Why? My question to people is If you belong to Jesus Christ Why is there a fear of dying? If I am absent in the body I am present with the Lord Oh you didn't get this If I am absent in the body I am present with the Lord Oh death, where is thy sting? So if we belong to Christ, why do we fear death? How do you kill a man that's already dead? Oh, come on. Somebody shot? Yes. So fear has crippled people. And you know what fear does? Fear has a smell to it. And fear does something that faith also do, but in a different direction. You know, if I look at fear, fear cripples you. Fear keeps you in bondage. Fear steals your vision. Fear steals your hearing. Fear takes over control of your sleep. Fear even takes your sleep. Be honest who likes to sleep? So, boom. So, fear steals your sleep. And we allow it. Now, what I want you to hear, and I'm going to get into the Word of God just now, but did you know that we are unlimited? as people of God we are unlimited and you have something come on that the world desires you have a faith and listen to me if you if you do not use your faith for something impossible you are not using your faith at all Someone's going to get that revelation just now. You know, in this church, the right to jump up, to shout, to clap somebody, to run, and, and just to be part of it. Because you know what the Word of God does? The Word of God sets people free. You get faith by hearing the Word of God. Come on. And I want to ask somebody today, you better hear and hear and hear and hear until you have no more opinions. All right, let me say that again. You better hear and hear and hear and hear some more until you have no more opinion. Because opinion is also a liar. We are not moved by the opinion. We are moved by the word of God. And I tell you right now, the word of God is higher than any storm you face. Higher than any sickness. Higher than any poverty. Shout yes if you believe that. The church is busy fearing. The church are busy hiding. Instead of hiding from the world, you better hide under the rock. Come on, somebody. Whoa. Get out your phones right now and call my enemies and tell them I'm under the rock.
1: Yeah. Woo!
0: Boom, boom, boom. You know what? While the whole world is falling apart, the church is falling into place. While doors are closing, God is opening up new avenues. Avenues that no man can shut. Come on, somebody shout yes. It's time this morning and we leave our fear in the boat. God, yes, Holy Spirit. I need to tell you the Lord says you better release all control if you can no longer keep the control you have to surrender the control to the Lord the reason why so many people's life is in a mess is because you try steering that boat you can't steer that boat I said you can't steer that boat but I know a man who can he holds the whole world in his hand you know people say vessel 2020 is a is a terrible year no not for the church I said, not for the church. When all of that, of hell is raging against you. All of heaven is turning towards you. The only people that can stop you is you. I want you to understand this. And I'm going to quickly touch on something and then I'm going to get back to it later on. When Peter was in the boat, when he said to the Lord, Lord, if it's you permit us to walk. What did Jesus say? Are you crazy? You're not designed for this world. No. He said, Come. In other words, there's no limit, Peter. Peter, there's no limit. The only limit is your boat. That boat keeps you away from the impossible. And I don't care where you come from, what your name is, what your age is. My God specializes in impossibilities. In impossibilities. Do you believe that? I said, do you believe that? In impossibilities, that's what he... So I want you to open up your Bible to the book of Matthew chapter 14. And verse 22, we're going to read until verse 53. I'm going to put it on the screen. And I want to teach a little bit out of this scriptures and then I'm going to preach. You're going to hear the word of God today. I said you are going to hear the word of God today. And the word will transform you. It will touch you. No man will leave this place as they came. You know, if you know what I know, you would be so excited. I feel such a power of God on me right now. And when I feel that power, I know exactly what God is going to do. You front row people, you better get excited and on fire because this is where it starts. It starts right here. And then it moves to the back. This is a river running. So before we're going to read this, I want you to quickly look at me. you if you look at galilee galilee is surrounded in mountains there's a lot of mountains around galilee you can go onto any mountain around galilee and overlook galilee so from each mountain you can see galilee and galilee is not known as a sea that receives storms it's hardly that you hear that galilee experienced a storm or galilee experienced havoc and in this instance something's happened in galilee and, and I, want you to, I want to read this to you and then you'll, exp- you'll understand this. It says immediately, Jesus made His disciples get into the boat and go before Him to the other side while He sent the multitudes away. Let's go to the next, I'll explain later. And when He had sent the multitudes away, He went up on the mountain by Himself to pray. Now when evening came, He was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary, shout contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it's a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat he walked on the water to go to Jesus but when he saw that the wind was boisterous he was afraid and beginning to sink and he cried out saying lord save me and immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him oh you of little faith why did you doubt and when they got into the boat the wind ceased then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him saying truly you are the son of god Now, let's go back to the first verse and then i'm gonna start to explain and teach this to you the bible says immediately jesus made his disciples get into the boat you have to understand before what happened before this here jesus feeds the multitudes on the mountain they saw a miracle not just a miracle but a creative miracle suddenly food are being multiplied I don't care what theology says. I want to tell you what the Word of God says. We have the authority and power to multiply food. I said, we have, oh my goodness. You have the authority. We have seen it with our own eyes so many times. When food would just multiply. Why? Because simply we believe the Word of God. My God specializes in impossibilities. He's a miracle worker. By the way, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. A lot of people say this, that sometimes God heals and sometimes He doesn't. No, He heals all the time. The problem is people don't believe all the time. He's the same yesterday, today and forevermore. His power is still the same. The anointing that rested upon His shoulder is still active in the body of Christ today. So the Bible says, after Jesus fed them, something in Him stirred up and the scripture says, immediately, Jesus made his disciples to get into a boat. Now, I, I want you to hear this. This is, this is powerful if you understand this. Jesus made his disciples. He wasn't asking questions. He commanded them, get into that boat and move to the other side. I will get you there. What does the Bible say further? Now, think about this. Jesus was ministering the whole day. He was feeding people. Miracles happened on that mountain. And what did Jesus do? He sent his disciples away and he decided to pray. A lot of people would say, well, I'm tired. Now I need to sleep. Well, Jesus knew that prayer is more important than rest. When you race without praying, you will have a horrible time resting. But when you pray, there's a supernatural rest that comes. My God, are you hearing me? This is what prayer does. Prayer brings a supernatural rest. How did Jesus pray for hours and ministered and and he wasn't even, he he, he went on without a lot of sleep. He didn't need much sleep. Yes, he was a man. He needed sleep. But let me tell you, prayer sustains you. The reason why so many people are fearful is because they haven't prayed in a while. Prayer sets you aside. Prayer gets you to a a high mountain. So the Bible says Jesus made them get into the boat. Why? Why? I'm prophesying this. God was orchestrating a miracle. I'm gonna say this until you get this The Lord is busy orchestrating a miracle. Maybe you in the middle hear me. The Lord is busy orchestrating. A miracle. Lord, we are not going. If you don't go, oh, you better get. Oh, you get into that boat. Good. I make you, you, I command you, get into that boat. Good. Because the Lord knew something is going to happen. Jesus went onto the mountain. The disciples, by the way, were fishermen, most of them. Now, by the way, they had a tax collector with them. They had a thief. And they, and, and, and you know what, late in Scripture, there's a book called Luke. And Luke was a doctor. And Luke was speaking about all of them and speaking about the accounts of the Lord. So think about this. They were, they were need, uh, known fishermen. They knew the ocean.
1: Amen.
0: They knew when waves come, how to handle it. Amen. But this time something different happens. They get into the boat and here's the powerful thing that most people miss. The exact place where Jesus was praying was overlooking Galilee the scripture says they were far away from the shore but not far away from his sight so Reza, why did the lord pray he wasn't praying oh father just give me power oh lord I'm tired I'll now. He's praying to us, lord those are mine I pray, Lord, that you will release a spirit of faith upon them. I pray that you will never leave them nor forsake them, Lord. I pray that when the enemy comes in like a flood, that you will raise up a standard against them, Lord. When the enemy comes to kill, to. St- oh when the enemy comes to steal, to kill and to destroy, I pray for them Lord, that their fight should not fail, I pray Lord, that you will push them to the other side those are mine and by the way, the Bible says there were many boats on the sea that night, but Jesus was mindful of one boat that's your boat your family will not die in the boat Your marriage will not sink in the boat. Come on. Your business will not fail in the boat. Why? Before the storm happened, Jesus was praying. Those are mine. I can see he was waiting. This is people need to hear me. You are fighting fights that Jesus already won for you. Bible says, he's alive today to intercede for me and for you. Before the storm struck, Jesus was praying. I pray that you will guard them, Lord. I pray with long lives will you satisfy them. Lord, I thank you, Father, that those you have given me, that they will know I will never leave them. And I will never forsake them. Even if they go through the deep, I will be with them. I want to say this to you. I see a lot of people, you are tired fighting the storm. You can't row no more. This is why I'm here. This is why I, because I've been with the Lord. This is why I want to tell you right now in the name of Jesus, God is not going to allow that boat to sink. You are coming out of this stronger than ever before. on why am I going through what I'm going through? God is orchestrating a miracle. Come on, let every devil in hell hear me. Your boat is not sinking. Why did the Lord say, go to the other side? Because I believe that there's a land that overflows with milk and with honey. But sometimes you have to fight the fight. Paul says fight the good fight of faith. If it's a good fight, it means you win. When the storm comes, you win. When the sun shines, you win. When there's a drought, you win. Oh, come on, somebody, somebody shout. That should not just be a good message? This should be a message that sets you on high. A message that you know, that you know, that you know. God is orchestrating a miracle in my favor. Pastor, why is the storm raging? Did you remember you were praying and said, Lord, I need an outcome? Well, God only operates in the supernatural. My goodness. My goodness. I pray that the spirit of praise will break out all over you right now mark or so the bible says jesus made them get into that boat <sighs> because he already knew what he was going to do he didn't pray for anything else but for them before the storm struck what people miss out i want to touch this again and i'll get it back before anything happens in your life christ is praying for you Amen. nothing catches you by surprise nothing catches the lord by surprise are you with me right now You are going through something right now and you wonder, how will I get through this? Let me tell you how. Christ was already praying for you. My goodness, that changes everything. That changes everything. So he says, and when he sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. Most battles are fought alone. You know, so many people have a fear of rejection the Bible says if they rejected Jesus they will reject you if they hated him they will hate you Jesus spent most of his life alone but basically had 12 disciples doesn't mean that he was he was uh, or they understood whatever he was going through he was alone and in the loneliness is where power is being produced you see sometimes you don't have all the times stop fearing who's accepting you and, and start to thank God for the wrong people he removed from your life Wrong people in your boat will make the fear look bigger than Jesus Christ. This is why Jesus had, had even instances where he said, just go away. I need to pray. You need to understand, not everybody will understand what you are going through. People don't understand why you pray like you pray and why you praise like you praise and why you worship like you worship. Yes. This is why you have to surround yourself with giants in the faith. Iron sharpens iron. Yes. Yes. My goodness. Am I getting through to somebody? Yes. In this place? Yes. Let me tell you what's happening right now. Fear is packing its bags. Yes. Anxiety is packing its bags. Bondages are being broken by the power of the Holy Ghost. This is what's happening right now So the Bible says he was alone in the next verse But the boat was now in the middle of the sea tossed by the waves for the wind was contrary In actual fact the boat was already in the middle of the sea, but Jesus eyes were still upon them The Bible says the wind was contrary. That means the wind was fighting and opposing I'm I'm talking to people who's going through something where you know that you know that you know that the devil tries to fight you and oppose you. Come on, lift your hands and I'm in the right crowd. You are in the right place. Because miraculous things happen when the wind is contrary. Come on. (laughs) Miracles are happening when the wind is fighting. Let me ask that again. Who in this place is vessel, the wind is contrary. My God, everything is fighting against me. Keep your hand high. Let let us see you. Now let me say this. You are next in line. If you just lifted your hand, the Lord orchestrated the miracle. He made you get into that boat. Why? If He didn't make you, you will still be in in your place of comfort. Faith is not built on the shore. Faith is built when the wind is contrary i don't know i have to say this to you in three weeks from now god's going to turn things around for you in a supernatural way in a supernatural way why i just heard him say the reason i come to you is i felt i preached to people but yeah i feel faith faith was drawn i want to tell you write this down your life will never be the same again come on shout yes so if you if you're if you think what you're going through right now, the wind is contrary. It's fighting you. It's coming against you. You have to know the Lord is orchestrating a miracle, and your breakthrough cannot come. Please hear me. I say this in capital letters, in bold, underline, and italic. Miracles don't happen in the comfort zone. Yeah. Many times, God will allow you. He will make you to get into an uncomfortable situation so that He can show you that He is the El Shaddai, that He is the El, El Yor, that He come on, that He is the Jehovah Jireh and the Jehovah Ravikah. When the other world, when the world says you are crazy, you are going to die, Jesus says come. Amen. The wind was contrary. But I know a man Amen. that wakes up from his sleep and say hey, be still. Amen. And suddenly whew, there's a call. Let's go on to the next. Now in the fourth watch of the night, by the way, the fourth watch is anything between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. in the morning. It's dark. It almost looks like South Africa when there's load shedding. Dark. I heard a guy say, when he dies, please bury me with my generator. Maybe where you go, there's load shedding. But where we are heading, oh, he is the light of the world. There will be no more sun, for the glory of the sun will shine. Can you feel that? Heaven, I'm in heaven. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. I can imagine this, praying for them. Praying, declaring the word of God. He hears a scream. Oh Lord save my save my life save me don't you care we are busy dying Jesus where are you they are crying now I don't know if the Holy Spirit just speaks to me the cry of their hearts made Jesus leave the conversation of his father yeah. <sighs> walking down that mountain and says I'm not gonna wait for a boat I'm not gonna wait for somebody to pick me up my people are crying out Amen. and he started walking on that water Amen. here Jesus goes and he's walking and he's walking because somebody was crying out Amen. Lord save me Amen. I can't do this without you
1: Amen.
0: but Jesus was praying but he left a conversation with his father Amen. it's like the father Choosing you over his son. He didn't get this. The father said, I'm giving you my son so that you might live. Jesus says, I'm leaving my conversation with my father to come and save that which is mine. I don't care what you're going through right now. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. He's walking to your boat. The Bible says he was walking to them on the sea people say the sea sustained him the sea kept him no 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 no. the bible says in him everything lives and moves And, and and in him we live and move and have our being the bible says the whole world was formed through the word of god so jesus was walking on that which the word has established let me say that again jesus was walking on that which the word was established or the word has established by a word, the sea was. Now Christ is walking on that which the word established. Amen. 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 This is why Jesus couldn't sunk. He spoke a word. Everything came to being. So the water didn't keep him. Christ kept the water. Amen. And he was walking on that which the word sustained. Yes, he walking, And now if you look at Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Luke doesn't speak about this, but Matthew, Mark, and, and, and John speaks about this instance. Matthew was the only one that goes into too, too much detail that says that Peter got out. But uh, I'm going to get to John later on and, and just quickly quote, quote to you what John says. So the Bible says that Jesus was about to walk past them. Not because he didn't knew this is, he didn't thought that maybe this is the wrong boat. You see, so many people are sitting in their comfort zone. A boat is a comfort zone. So many people sit in their comfort zones while God is already walking past. Oh Lord, I'm just waiting for you. No, He's already walking. He's waiting for you to get up. But I was thinking about this. They were crying. Think about this. Fearful screams from that boat that made Jesus come down from that mountain. Think about this. And walk. And suddenly it's dark. Right? I'm speaking to a a time where there was no power. It was dark out, and they saw a man walking on the sea. How? Light the, the light of the world. The glory of God shown. But what did they shout? Ah! That's what fear does. They were already fearing because they're busy dying, right? They're gonna drown. But now, what does fear say? You're gonna die quickly. <laughs> ah! It's a ghost! Didn't they just a few seconds earlier cry out, Ah! Help us, Lord! Where are you? And here comes Jesus and He says, I'm coming to my own. And now they look up and they see the Son of God and not even recognize Him. Look at me quickly. Fear cripples your vision. Fear cripples your vision. You can't, some people, you know, so many people don't even know that there's a miracle coming right towards them. But they don't see the miracle because their eyes are not on Jesus. Their eyes are on fear. Let me give you a, a few seconds. Let that just saturate in your spirit. I want to tell you this as a man of God. No fear will take you out. I said fear will not take you out. You will not die young because of fear. You will not have a heart attack because of fear. You, are, you don't even have a spirit of fear. You have a spirit of love, of power, and a sound mind. You have the spirit of Christ in you. You are an overcomer. You are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Fear is illegal. Come on, shout, Fear. You are going today. Yes. I said, Yes. Fear is going today. You will make it. I I need to say this to somebody before I'm going to go on. You know, I I don't know how we're going to afford this. Get out of the boat. God's not asking you even to afford it. He just says, have faith in me. Can I trust you? And then, okay, get out of your boat. You see, the reason why many people say, well, we can't go, we can't have better things, we can't do better, is because fear tells them that the comfort zone is what keeps them... Until the Lord says, well, I'm getting you out of your comfort zone. The only way I'm going to get you out of your comfort zone is to command you to get in that boat, to command you to sail across, and to command a boisterous wind, just to shake you a little bit, so that I can see what's on the inside of you. Lord, why am I going through what I'm going through? To see what's on the inside of you. Not to harm you, not to destroy you, not to kill you. But to take you from glory to glory, from faith to faith, into the image of a living Christ. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. So the Bible says, So, yes, Jesus is walking, and the Bible says he's walking on the sea. They were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. This sounds like the 21st century church. When God starts to move, Oh, this is not God. Oh, this is the devil. Oh, this is the devil. You know, let me just say something to you self righteousness is worse than unrighteousness because self righteousness it means you are your own God, you are basing your good works, your own good works, according to yourself. You base it or you give it to yourself, you credit it to yourself and make yourself higher than God. It's worse than an unbeliever. Self righteousness is worse than unrighteousness. Come on, somebody. I said, come on somebody, we have become the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus, not self-righteous, this is what the church is doing, oh this is not God, why do you fall over, because there is scripture to prove that, my goodness, hallelujah, so they cried out, they said, it is a ghost, in the middle of a fear, pandemic, people can't even see God, You won't even know it's God, even if He jumps up and hits you on the forehead. People will not even know that it's God. The Bible says the Lord was walking on the water to save His own. And the first thing that they did was, you see, this is what fear does. Fear lies. And I can tell you exactly who was the first guy on that boat who cried out, It's a ghost. Thomas. (laughs) Ah, It's a ghost. And I can just hear Judas in the back of the boat. Take care of him, take care of him! Where's the wallets? Where's the
1: wallets? (laughs) Bonus! If Luke
0: was there, I promise you, Luke would have said, hey! Social distancing! Social distancing! Where's your mask? And Matthew, can you imagine Matthew? Hey, before you die, you better pay your taxes. Yes, Holy Spirit. Fear would have sunk that boat, not the waves. I heard a powerful thing when you swim. If you jump into, even if you can't swim. The reason why people drown is because of fear. So when they fight, the, the lungs deflate. And then they sink. But you have been given, God created you with a floating device called your lungs. If you don't fight it, before you hit the bottom, automatically your body, because of your lungs, will bring you to the top. It's not the the storm that destroys the boat. It's the fear inside. Who is in your boat? Who is in your boat? So Thomas would cry, oh it's a ghost, it's a ghost. And then, let's go on to the next one. And the Bible says, and they cried out for fear. They cried out for fear. It wasn't the jollification. They didn't cry out because miracle is around the corner. They cried out because of fear. People are doing the same thing today. Fear is more real than Jesus. Can I just say this before I go on? You know, people ask me all the time when how healing works. You you know when you will get healed? When Jesus is more real than your sickness. When you don't see the preacher, but you see the healer. not the man the healer Christ the healer when you get provision is when Jesus is more real than your lack when Jesus is more real than fear fear has no power over you this is why Paul even said sin has no more dominion over you so many people sin is alpha and omega when Jesus is alpha and omega sin has no say in your life Jesus must be everything I, I can't say this enough Jesus must be everything. He must be Alpha and Omega and everything in between. He must be your morning. He must be your evening. Come on. He must be all in all to you. Am I speaking to the right crowd? But immediately, Jesus spoke to them saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. Be of good cheer. What does the Lord say? Be happy. Be joyful. A miracle has come. I believe this with all my heart. If, if they went through the storm, not fighting fear, they would have went into another dimension spiritually yes. with the Lord. Amen. It is an exam paper that they failed. Most things that you go through is a test not to kill you, but to take you into another dimension of faith. Uh, come on, I can speak this for myself. I know a couple of people that can also testify that we've been through some stuff, and you think to yourself, Why is this happening? Because God says, I'm taking you to the next. Yes, come up here, come up here, come up here. You want to be where I am? Come up here. You can't be there no more, you have to come up here. So He says, Be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. In other words, do not fear. You know this. The Bible says 365 times in the scriptures, do not fear. So it's once for every single day of your life. When you wake up in the morning, do not fear. Next morning, do not fear. 365 times if the Lord says that so much, he means it. Come on, just shout, do not fear. So what Jesus was doing, that's why he's a wonderful comforter. In the middle of a storm, he says, hey, be of good cheer. Don't worry. Don't cry. It is I. I have come for you. Even before you called, I heard you. While you were still praying, I answered you. It is I, the living one, the living water, the bread of heaven, the lamb of God. Don't fear. It is I, the son of the living God. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Come on, the bright and morning star. Come on, Peter. Don't you know it? It is I, the great I am. Thomas, sit yourself down. This is the lily of the valley speaking to you. Come on, Matthew. I am the rose of Sharon. It is I. Do not be afraid. 28. Peter answered him and said, Lord. If it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Just keep that on the the board quickly. Yes, Peter was the same guy, by the way, who said, nobody will take you away. If they crucify you, they crucify all of us. That's the same guy who said, "I, I don't know him. Twelve disciples, everybody shouts fear. And this is what happens. This is how fear looks. One guy, Thomas. Let's blame him today. Can't be Judas. Judas. Judas was busy pickpocketing. He was. He was busy stealing. All right, it wasn't Judas. Thomas says, ah, "We're gonna die. We're gonna die. We're gonna die." grabs nephew. Matthew. Matthew, Matthew, we're gonna die. And then he hears Matthew. Ah, ah. Peter, Peter, we're going to die. And the whole boat is in fear because of one guy. You turn on the television. Oh, a million people has been infected by the COVID. Why don't they say how many people recovered? And the Christians, close church, close the church. Because this is a very, 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 very clever virus. This virus, come on. This virus don't go to the malls it don't go to the pubs these viruses just come to the church close the church we have to do what the government tells us to do let me just preach there was a guy by the way he's in your bible his name was daniel they said to daniel daniel you will not for 21 days you will not pray to any other god you will not be allowed to pray to your god the day they say to him, you can't pray to your God. What did he do? Yeah. That's what he do. Yeah. Daniel, there's a lion's den waiting for you. Oh, thank God, I'm among my own. Yeah. Woo, I'm among my own. Don't you know that my father is the lion of the tribe of Judah? Let me tell you, the first day they said to Daniel, you can't pray to God. When he did this, he didn't pray in tongues, by the way, because he wasn't baptized with the Holy Spirit. Look at me. Do you know what happened? He was already praying that God will send an angel to slap the lion's mouth. Woo, come on somebody. But you have to listen. Can I quote Peter? You have to decide who we should obey. Man or God. But we can tell you for ourselves, we would rather obey God. Open your church. We still we are the church. How did that work out for you? Christians are backslidden no longer on fire for God because we used an excuse for a virus can I preach Shadrach Meshach and Abnego fear was indoctrinated if you don't bow before this dead God they didn't quote him as dead I do we will throw you into a furnace of fire now here's fear if you don't do this we will do this. If you don't wear your mask, you can't shop here. we we'll keep your stuff. The Ravens will locate me. They will come to a place where they will need the money of the church. There was a time you can't even walk with a mask in a bank. Now you go to a bank, everybody has a mask. It's just like this. Not freaking out, I'm not freaking out. Why, because they say no mask, no money. Funny, that's crazy. No mask, no money. The other day I went to the teller with my mask and just to draw some money. First thing to Take it <laughs> all. Take it all. No, I'm, I'm not a fee. I'm just here to <laughs> Amen.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. 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 So f- this is what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abnego did. They said, do what you must. Do what you must. You decide what you need to do. We already know what we should do. We will only bow before yeah. one. And that's the living God we will not bow before any man listen let me just say this leave my church stop your support I don't care I bow before no man I bow before no organization let me just say this blank I will never bow before black lives matter I will never bow before white lives matter I bow before the king and I say, all life matter. Jesus didn't die for skin color. He died for all. For all. Why do we still have a hang up about skin color? How crazy are we? Amen. My God. Boston, if I cut you, you cut me, we bleed the same color. Amen. Come on. Am I speaking to the right crowd? Yeah. We will not bow before this world yeah. and the system of this world. It's corrupt and it's instigated by the devil. Yeah. But we have authority. Yeah. I say, we have authority. Yeah. I, st- I hope I'm still preaching to the right people. Amen. Look at how excited my book is. <laughs> Shout yes. yes. One more time. Yes. So here's Peter. He answered and he said to him, Lord, if it's you, what's so funny for me. He was also shouting, it's a ghost. Then he turned and he said, Lord. For most people, their fear is their Lord. He yes. didn't get us. Yes. He turned to the thing that brought fear. Oh Lord, if it's you, command me to walk. Why did he knew? Why did he knew? And, and this is the thing. He didn't say, Lord, ask me if I want to get out. Because if God asks you to get out, you're never going to get out. Yeah. He says, command me. Command your word. Who remember the centurion said, don't come to my house. Command the word. Speak the word. Release the word. Just the word. John 1 says in the beginning was the word, and the word was of God, and the word was God. John 1, 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus was walking, listen, Jesus was walking on that which the word sustained and established. And he was walking here, and now the Bible says, Peter said, Lord, if it's you, command me just to come, walk on you. In other words, what he said, Lord, I'm not going to walk on the water, I'm going to walk on your word. I'll walk on the command." This is why when God says, go into all the nations, He doesn't say, when you feel like it, go heal the sick. Not sometimes. It's a command. Yeah, He commands. Command me. Amen. Command me. Amen. Okay, can I go deeper? If you ask me to walk on the water, my flesh is going to fight this one. Because this flesh, especially when a woman, we do what we want to do. (laughs) I <laughs> know Nobody makes me do whatever I want to do Not my wife In any case Don't ask me Because Lord I've got a twin His, his name is Flesh And the flesh is going to say no way Why? The boat is a comfort zone It's warm in here Lord It's cozy I like my blanket it's my blanket safety I'm speaking to somebody your boat is your comfort zone and what you don't know is you have an opportunity this morning to get out or drown if you stay in that boat you're gonna go down hear me right now you have not been created for the boat now I want you to think about this while Peter's standing on the boat, thank you, Boston, my friend. While Peter was on the boat, two things happened. He looked towards the sea, and he see a man walk on the water. They've never seen any man walk on the water. Hear me right now. They've never seen any man walk on the water. So here he sees Jesus, and he hears behind him 11 guys, grown men, by the way, crying for fear. He turns to them and he sees their faces. He sees fear. He sees terror. He looks this side. He sees a ghost. He is in between. Now, hear this Peter thought to himself, My chances are better out there than in here. In here, Lord, surely this boat is going down. I would rather take my chances on the water. (laughs) My goodness. You don't hear this. Be very, very careful who you allow in your life. Yeah, oh my God. You better hear this. Most of them are not fighting to get out. Most of them are fighting yeah. to get you down. And as long as they are fighting, this is the thing, people. God's perfect will for Peter was to walk on the water. But most people in that boat oppose the will of God for Peter's life. Come on, this is why even with Joseph, God has selected him for a plan and a purpose. And his brothers were so irritated and jealous because of him
1: that they said,
0: what? We're going to kill him. We're going to stop the perfect will of God for his life just because God didn't choose them for that. And the reason why God chose Joseph was because God saw his heart. It's not because God has favorites. No, God heard a man say, here I am, Lord, send me. I will go, Lord, whatever the cost, whatever I have to lay down. Here I am, Lord, send me. The Bible says they plotted to kill him. Long story short, we all know he ended up in a pit. They said to one another, we're going to kill a wild goat. Take that blood, throw it over his mantle. Because his father gave him a rope of many colors. We'll go back to our dad and say a wild animal has killed him. You know this, I'm telling you this again. This is a confirmation. That when they killed that animal, took the blood of that animal, sprinkled it over the mantle, what they were doing, they were cutting a covenant on the behalf of Joseph. I can see Joseph in it, but thank you guys. I'm just a little bit occupied. Go ahead. So what they were doing is while they were plotting, heaven says there's no way that man can curse what God has blessed <laughs> when they were planting, heaven said whoever bless you I will bless whoever curse you I will curse come on I can hear the angels of heaven looking over Joseph in that pit. and say when God says yes no man can say no why couldn't they kill Joseph Because life and death is not in the hands of your enemies. He is the author of life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. I'm preaching to somebody. He wasn't fearful because now they are plotting to kill him. Joseph knew this is not the way I'm leaving this world. I need somebody, I need five crazy people in this house this is not (laughs) this is not how you are going to end your story will not stop in the pit because God has called you to the palace don't let fear cripple you don't let fear keep you in the pit we don't like him so what we don't approve him so what You've not been called by man. You have been ordained by God. God is the author of life.
1: My goodness.
0: Can you feel him here? I feel Jesus in this place. What will happen in a few minutes? So let me just say this. When they killed the goat, sprinkled the blood over the mantle of Joseph, what they were doing is they were signing a contract. They cut the covenant. Lord, whatever you promise them, do it. Here's the sacrifice. Receive it. Goodness gracious. Lord, if it's you, command me. Don't tell me. Command me. Because something happens when you command the word. Let me tell you. When you command the word, angels are standing on attention. Demons are trembling. The winds are seizing. Mountains are moving. Trees are drying up. Enemy scatters in seven different directions. Command me. Let's go on to the next. He says so to come to you on the water. So he said, come. Hear me right now. You have to understand that God is in the specifics. Amen. Peter said, Lord, if it's you. Think about this. Lord, if it's you. Looking back. Lord, if it's you. Looking back. Because, Lord, this is a sinking ship. And it's not going to sink because of the storm. It's going to sink because of unbelief. It's going to sink because of fear. It's not as bad as it looks. If it's you, I can just see this. The closer Christ got to that boat, the more beautiful it became. The closer He walked to that boat, the more precious that sight became. This is why he said, Lord, now, 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 come on, me to come. His miracle was walking towards him. He was looking back. He said, if I'm going to stay, I'm going to die. Look at me in the eyes. Your miracle is walking towards you right now. Right now, these people here, understand my voice. You are crying out, Lord, I'm in a desperate need of a miracle. He's walking towards you right now. Don't worry if it's a ghost. It's the Lord Almighty who tells you, Peace, be still. It is I, the one who loves you with an everlasting love. What if I tell you he's walking down these aisles today? His miracle was walking towards him. You know, thank you, Spirit of God. I just hear this. I just hear this. The Bible says, that when, when, when Jesus saw havoc on the ocean, He was walking towards them. When Barabbas, a blind man, heard Christ is there, when He was called, He walked towards Jesus. You have always have to understand that when the miracle walk, you walk. Amen. Yes, Holy Spirit. Amen. When Abraham took Isaac to kill him on a mountain, the Bible says as he was walking up this side, There was a ram walking up on the other side. When Abraham stopped, the the ram stopped. When Abraham walked, the ram walked. And they met each other on top of that mountain. This is what happens with a miracle. As long as you are willing to walk towards your breakthrough. Hallelujah. I pray, Holy Spirit, that it will cut to hearts right now. Your miracle is walking towards you. And you are not even recognizing what God is doing. God is orchestrating the biggest miracle of your life. You better hold on. You can't shout as much because help is on the way. You're not going to
1: die. I'm
0: saying this again. Your miracle is walking towards you. I said your miracle. You have a decision to make right now. Do you stay in that boat and die? Or do you climb out and live? You have to make a decision. Peter said, if it is you, command me to walk. Jesus was very specific. He didn't say, okay, Peter, come. He said, come. He made an open invitation to anybody who wants to experience the supernatural. Peter was the only one that says, I refuse to die with people who do not want to live. I'm getting out of this boat. I'm safer out there than I am in here. Jesus made an open invitation. He said, come to anybody that wants to experience the supernatural. Yes, Holy Spirit. He did the same with Lazarus. When Lazarus was dead, Jesus went to the tomb. He was specific. He said, Lazarus, come forth. He didn't say come forth. If he said come forth, every grave would have emptied out. He was specific. He commanded, Lazarus, come out. And here Lazarus is gone. His grave closed is still on him. I see so many people coming out of that tomb and the grave clothes are still on. But I'm here to tell you, let them go because there's a breakthrough with your name on it. And now I can hear this. Can you see? I want you to picture this. You know, there's a boat going. And here's Peter as he was about to get out of the boat. The people in the boat were screaming even more. Don't go there. You're gonna die i can just hear peter say i hear him i hear him he calls me by name i hear him i hear my miracle worker i hear him calling me fear shut your ears fear shut your eyes fear brings paralysis spiritually it, it drains you emotionally they wanted him to stay in that boat he said how can I stay when the master is calling me I'm speaking to somebody right now when will you get out of that boat that boat is not designed to take you over halfway it will take you out why because God is God and miracles will never happen in a place of comfortability when I met the Lord I mean when I met the Lord not my Sunday rituals when I met the Lord. He met me in the most uncomfortable place ever. Outside of my comfort. Oh, my warm bed. You're the man of God today. Get out of that boat. Get out of that comfortability. You have been comfortable for so long. God gets no glory in that. I said God gets no glory in that. Faith is being birthed in the realm of the unknown you might say vessel i've never been there i don't know the waters you don't need to know that water you just need to know him you need to know him by by his name i want you to do me a favor i want you to give jesus a great shout of praise I'm almost there who says the Lord has been touching me today I was thinking about this in the middle of the night between three and six it was very dark things get dark when breakthroughs around the corner I want to speak to the real people quickly how many of you said Wesley has been getting dark lift your hands in your life financially emotionally physically whatever it gets real dark when breakthroughs around the corner every single time when you go through some stuff you have to understand and there's a bigger and out bigger outcome now i want you to hear this jesus made an invitation he said come 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 i can hear this going on in the boat don't go don't go get your mask As Peter has put his foot out of that boat something happened he touched the unknown think about this even in the day that Jesus was sleeping in the back of the boat there was a storm raging everybody was running around ran to Jesus he was the only one in that boat sleeping and they said Lord don't you care that we're about to die in his world there is no storm he is the Prince of Peace. They were looking at the storm and not at their faith. We said, where is your faith? Their faith wasn't far. Their faith was sleeping in the back of the boat. Hallelujah. Peter putting his foot out of the boat and he started walking. He started walking. Here's where the miracle starts to happen. Not in the comfort zone. Let me say that again. I put an emphasis on this this morning. The comfort zone kills you. It's a dream killer. It's a vision killer. In the comfort zone, you don't hear his voice. You hear the voice of people. The comfort zone has been created to take you out. This is why every time God places people, He places them outside of the comfort zone. The Bible even speaks about the glory. The glory of God was never find or found in the religious camps. It was also always outside of the camp. You have to get outside of that which you know and walk into His world. Think about this. Here Peter is walking. Let's go on to the next one. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, in other words, the wind was angry. He was afraid. So, think about this. Sometimes people just when they think they walk in faith, something happens. It comes from out of nowhere. It still does not determine your outcome. It doesn't matter how many attacks come on, on, on your road towards that miracle, it does not change the outcome. Of that miracle if you walk out of this building the same as you entered you haven't listened to a word that i've said when he saw that the wind was boisterous he was afraid fear gripped him and beginning to sink he cried out saying lord save me Now i'm thinking about this he was walking he saw jesus he saw the miracle everything was fine why because his eyes Was on the miracle worker. The minute the storm became bigger than Jesus. He started sinking. You want to know why people are sinking? Because they make the storm boss. The storm is the alpha. When you keep your eyes fixed on the Lord. Can you think about this? Now the boat was screaming. Because suddenly Peter is walking. And seeing this big waves and wind. And suddenly fear grips him. And he starts to sink. And I think to myself that I thought I can just think The Thomas said, That's the end of him. <laughs> but can you imagine when Peter saw Christ? Because the Bible says when Peter started singing, immediately Jesus helped him. Amen. He wasn't crying out for fear no more. He was singing a song. I know the
1: master of the wind, I know the maker of the rain he will calm your storm make the sun shine again i know the master of the wind get in get in Peter no i know the master of the wind i know the maker of the rain for he will calm your storm make the sun to shine again i know the master of the wind just lift your hands quickly to him i know the master of the wind i know the maker of the rain he would calm your storm make the sun to shine again I know the master of the wind, oh yeah, I know the master of the wind, and I know the maker of the rain, he would calm your storm, make the sun to shine again. I know the master of the way. Sometimes I soar like an eagle through the sky. Among the peaks my soul can be found. An unexpected storm to drive you from the high. It brings you lower but never brings you down Cause I know the master of the wind And I know the maker of the rain He would calm your storm Make the sun to shine again Cause I know the master of the
0: wind Just close your eyes quickly and hear me doesn't matter what you go through right now doesn't matter how big the storm seems fear is a liar faith is more real than fear faith is not what you hear and what you just see faith is an action and a reaction faith is a fact faith is the only thing that pleases God as every eye is closed hear me that boat will drown you. It will kill you. The Lord is calling you. Can't you hear him calling you? He calls you by name. Come on, he says, Martin, come. Dennis, come. Irvin, come. Cruz, come. Francois, come out. The people in the boat says, don't go, you're going to die. Can't you hear him calling me? I left my fear on the boat. I'm going to relinquish all control. Put your foot on that unknown. That's where the miracle happens. That's where the power of God grips your heart. When you put your foot on the unknown, that's where the spirit of fear leaves. Your word says, All authority has been given unto us. All power. By the authority of the Holy Spirit. I come against the spirit of fear. I break that bondage. I break that power. Let my people go. Fear for the unknown. We break it. We take authority over it. I command you. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. To prosper. I command you in the name of Jesus. To be healed. I command you in the name of Jesus. Walk on the water. When you start to walk. Keep your eyes on Jesus. You see people. When you listen to the world. You're going to sing. I see the Lord touch people all over this place right now. There's a miracle in the great unknown. That's exactly where the Spirit of God will lead you. You see, many times when you walk on the sea, you don't see the you don't see the shore. You see that there's a limitless horizon. Listen to me, as every eye is closed. When the boat was screaming, Peter heard a voice. Do not fear, it is I. The voice of the Lord was greater than the voice of the people. Whose voice do you listen to?
1: Whose voice do you hear? Because I know the maker of the rain. He would calm the storm, make the sun to shine again. I know the master of the wind. I know the master of the wind. Come on, as I sing this, the Lord is touching his people. I know the maker of the rain, and he would calm the storm make the sun shine again i know the master of the
0: way every time you take your eyes away from the true constant you will sink Jesus is the only constant in this world. I just want to speak to people watching us over social media around the world. Don't let fear cripple you. It's time you to run towards that miracle. Your miracle is walking towards you today. I hear my spirit at pancreatic cancer. I curse it in the name of Jesus. I command that cancer be gone in Jesus' name. We don't fear. Don't fear that doctor's report. The master is calling you. Get out of that boat. Start walking. Start walking. I want to finish off saying this. It was easy for Peter to hear the word when the storm was okay. The minute the wind became boisterous you lose sight of the word you see the enemy will always try to fight the word don't fight the word walk walk in Jesus name now this is what the book of John says when Jesus walked towards them immediately after he helped Peter they let him into their boat always keep Jesus in your boat the Bible says when Jesus put his foot into the boat immediately they were out on dry ground immediately I prophesy this to somebody in this place there's an immediate miracle happening right now and here's the condition your eyes must be on Jesus You must hear the master calling you. You must get out of what you know. Get out of that comfort zone. Start to walk on the great unknown. Say, Lord, I refuse to listen to the world. I I, want to take a minute or so more. Just close those eyes and listen to me. This is very profound. When Elisha got to that widow woman we were about to take your children. And what did he say? Gather vessels and shut the door behind you. Everybody don't understand your process. Jesus, even when he raised up Jairus' daughter, he had to say, go out. I want to be the one who Jesus said about me, vessel, come pray with me. I don't want to be the one that is shut out. But you better hear me, you have to shut out negativity. There's certain people that you're going to have to say, I love you, but this is where I leave you. You have to close the door and say, where I'm going now, you can't go. The sacrifice is too big. The price is too huge. They will sink your boat. Hear the voice of the Spirit this morning. Get out of that boat. As you start to walk, you will see a new dimension of the Spirit of God you've never seen before. You will never be the same again. You'll never be the same again. You'll never be the same again. Do me a favor quickly. Stand to your feet. Lift your hands. A tremendous presence of God is here right now. Tremendous presence of the Lord. I want you to yield to that presence. Forget about everything right now. Lift those hands to Him. Relinquish all control right now. When the storm is raging, the anchor holds. The anchor was designed not to float on the top, but to fight the deep, to keep you on top. Jesus will fight the deep. keep you on top but you have to hear his voice in his eye Do not be afraid your family will not die in that boat your marriage will not die in that boat your children will not suffer in that boat relinquish control lord i can't change this but you can My God, my God, my God. For a minute, I want you to lift those voices and pray. Come on, for a minute long, I want you just to lift those voices and pray. Something is going to happen in you, through you, and all around you. Come on, as one voice. Come on, don't stop praying. Lift it up. Lift it up in this place. As one people in unity before the Lord, we cry out to Him. Cry out to Him. You want a miracle? You have to do something your neighbor is not willing to do. You want a breakthrough? You have to do something your neighbor is not willing to do. Now, Son of David, have mercy on me thou son of David have mercy on me children have mercy on me I'm going to say this one more time if you want that miracle you have to do something your neighbor is not willing to do Peter was the only one willing to obey the command how desperate are you for your miracle I said how desperate are you for your miracle. It can happen right now. One instant, you were in the middle of a storm and the next immediately you're out on dry ground. How desperate are you for the miracle working power of the Lord. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Thou son of David, mercy on me somebody's crying out Lord don't you care that we're about to drown have mercy have mercy have mercy on me come on if you are sick in this place touch the hem of his garment touch Jesus right now you're watching me right now every sickness and disease is leaving your body when you reach out, and touch the hem of the garment. Don't let fear grip you. Daniel, you're not supposed to pray to your God. What do we do when they say you're not supposed to pray to your God? We lift up a sound like thunder. Church, one more time. Lift those voices in one accord. Let's pray until the heaven breaks open. Have mercy on me. Fight for your family. And for your children. And for your children's children. Come on, my left side. I want to hear you pray. I hear the right, I don't hear the left. Come on, I want to hear the middle block, pray. I want you to lift up a voice like thunder in this house. Come on, your miracle depends on it. Your life depends on it. Pray, don't stop praying. Don't stop warring. Don't stop fighting. Son of David have mercy on me. Cry out to him. The woman of Israel blood, touch this garment, touch him. Fear you are a liar. I command you in the name of Jesus. Let God's people go right now. I break the power of fear in the name of Jesus. I take authority over that spirit of fear. You are under my feet. The blood of Jesus is against you. Fear come out and enter no more in the name of Jesus. Come out. You are defeated. Fear, you are defeated. You are under our feet. Loosen them now. Bonds be broken now. Shackles be gone now. In the name of Jesus, I command fear. God in Jesus' name. I said, in the name of Jesus, I command fear. Let God's people go now. Fear of death. God in Jesus' name. Fear of the unknown. I break your power. Fear is a liar. Fear is a liar, people. I command every lying spirit that arrests you at night, that arrests your dreams. That is your mind. I break control over it in the name of Jesus. Fear of rejection, I take authority over you. Go in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. People of God, there's such power in this place. Don't stop praying, I beg you. Don't stop praying. Never stop praying. Always be praying. If you are sick, don't wait for my hands. Touch Jesus. He's the healer. He's the healer. Thank you, Master. We break every fear in the name of Jesus. If you feel like breaking, I take control over it.